Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Season 2 of the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. I am Britt. I'm Craig. And this week, we are going to jump right into the quarterback rankings for the 2018 draft season. It is draft season. Welcome back, everybody. We've been off for a couple of weeks. We apologize for the absence, um, but we posted a lovely reason why, and it was a decent reason, so I'm not really that apologetic. Um, Craig, let's start where we always start. What are we drinking today? We're now. We should should no. we tell everybody where and when we are? Yeah, because they'll they'll be confused if we just say because what we're of the weird scheduling and the stuff going on around us. We're recording on a Saturday morning, <laughs> yep. so I don't have any beer. <laughs> I do not have a beer. I have a large coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, and I have a medium. <laughs> and so we are going beer free today, just because we have to record in the morning. It has just been a weird couple of weeks where everything that could possibly interrupt our ability to get into the studio has, but we are here today and we have a ton to go over with regards to the quarterbacks. There is so much to talk about, so let's jump right in. Let's get rid of the burning hot take questions right away. Craig, giving or receiving today? Uh, Receiving. Receiving. Okay, fantastic. All right. News out of Cincinnati. Oh, boy. Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver A.J. Green says he felt he had a, quote, crummy, end quote, 2017 and expects more consistency this year. Okay. Do you think, as as a Bengals fan, mm-hmm. do you think A.J. Green will have more consistency in the 2018 season? Uh, that is a tough question. I think now that they've bolstered their offensive line, mm-hmm. uh, I think A.J. and Captain Red here. <clears throat> Mr. Dalton will the be Red rocket. <laughs> they'll be more consistent uh, because their offensive line was a very big part of their problem last year. OK, OK. I'm not. I need to see something from Cincinnati before I have any faith in them. I, I mean, and hopefully uh, they'll have a tight end that starts. Well, <laughs> that's another part of the problem. Eifert is, is there's still got two guys named Tyler and neither one knows what they're doing right now. So we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. I'm not big on anybody on the Bengals offense right now other than Joe Mixon. I am a big Joe Mixon supporter. I think he's going to have a big year this year. And I think that's because if things don't go well with the offensive line, they're going to be running a lot of outruns and a lot of um, screens. Right. And uh, I think that's going to help them. I think that that's the one thing you've seen with Bernard and Hill in years past, and now you're going to see mainly with Mixon and a little bit of Bernard, um, is that they, they they still run the ball very, very well. So that's what I'm looking forward to there. All right, Craig, what do you got for me? <clears throat> All right, let me let this load. So, you know, the NFL has a lot of rules, right? Yes. A lot of them are very obscure. Okay. And they're worded very, like, in a general manner. Like, they can't, you know, they still can't really tell us what a catch is. Yes. So they, you know how they came with the rule for helmet-to-helmet uh, hits. Yes. Uh, now they've reworded part of that. Oh, good. So the the part of it now is incidental incidental co- helmet contact during conventional tacking or blocking is permitted. Okay. So once again, we go back to the referee. Like, in your opinion, does they, do them adding this to the rule? Does it help? Does it make it more confusing? Because now it's all subjective again. Well, I think this is this goes back to that whole need to have full-time officiating. Is this the year that that's happening? I think it's starting this year. I think it's starting this year because let's what Major League Baseball does, Major League Baseball has full-time officiating. During the winter, those guys spend time in Major League Baseball facilities getting schooled on the rules, applications, reviewing tape. They do all this work during the offseason to 
to build consistency. If we got all the NFL officials in a rule in a room during the offseason and showed them tape and said, okay, how would you guys call this? And then the league said no because of this. It would help with the consistency of the rule. So I think that's a key part of it. Every rule in every sport has like this wiggle room. Right. When was the last time you saw an actual travel call in the NBA? You can literally carry the ball (laughs) from the center court line to the free throw line now. And if you're the right kind of player, nothing gets called. Right. You know, if you're if you have the right name on the back of your uniform or you're in the right city, nothing gets called in baseball. There's all these unwritten rules and things you do and things you don't. Do. It's it's all out there. I mean, don't forget in baseball, in baseball, an infield fly has like seven different definitions for it. But it's still an umpire's judgment because one of the key parts of it is the infielder must be in a position where the play is guaranteed to be made. Like he has to be camped out underneath the ball. How do you know what defines that? Right. What defines it? So there's always these judgment things. I think the NFL, what they need to do is worry less about wording and worry more and focus more on training. That's my take. What do you think? Yeah, I think it just adds the confusion for everyone. (laughs) And you're right. A big part of it is the part time refs because these guys start in what, July or August. Yeah. They have like one preseason meeting and that's it. Yeah. So they start in August with preseason games. They they go all the way to the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl gets here and they actually break up. The refing, which I don't understand, they break up the refing team. So the guys, the referees in the Super Bowl have never worked with each other that season. Yeah, no, it's like an all star crew. It, yeah. Why? <laughs> I, I can't answer that question. So I think it will it will definitely help. Uh-huh, there we go. All right. Question the third and last. OK. News out of Buffalo. Kelvin Benjamin expects to be busy. Okay. He told folks this week he expects to get, quote, number one targets, end quote, this year. Number one targets. Like, he's get targeted like he is the number one. Okay. Does anyone deserve number one targets in Buffalo? Yeah. I mean, if they're open. Are they going to start Josh Allen right out the gate? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think they've really said yet. I I don't think they have either, but I mean, I'm just thinking. They've got A.J. McCarron from the Bengals, so I don't really know what they're. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I really don't. And so I don't know how you can consider yourself, you know, eligible for number one targets when you don't know who's going to be throwing the damn ball yet. You know, now, granted, if you're talking about in terms of who's there and who else there is to throw at, he's got a point. There ain't a ton. There's not. It's him and Charles Clay, basically. I couldn't even tell you who's on the other side of the field in Buffalo anymore. So I'm sure I could if I look it up. But yeah. And LaShawn McCoy, he's not taking that many touches away. No. Just saying that. He's getting old. Too old. <laughs> old man. All right. So on to the main event today. It's time to begin draft prep for 2018. We have in front of us a consensus list. We pulled me. We pulled Craig. And we pulled our uh, occasional contributor, Cinch, who will be, will be happy to know he's going to be joining us a few more times this season. I know a couple of people really enjoyed when he was in the studio. Um, we'll also be having a couple more guests come in this year or so. Um, so we pulled the three of us and said, give me your top 15 quarterbacks and we'll make a consensus list. Right. And this is the scoring. And this was very simple. If you ranked him number one, they got 15 points. If you ranked him number 15, they got one point. Okay. Most points got the higher thing. That's <laughs> right. it. Very right. simple. I didn't wait anything. I, my opinion doesn't wait anything. So here we Just go. Goes by where they were. All right. So number one on our list is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was number one on both Craig and my list. Cinch had him at number three. Okay. Um, coming back from injury, 
had a fantastic start to 2017. Are you worried about this return from injury? He's a clear number one for you. Um, no, because he had the, in, the same injury on his other shoulder before. Well, this was, what's his, the neck bone? His collarbone. Collarbone was the other but side, he, though. Okay. Right. So I think he knows how to manage it. Um, he seemed well enough that if he really wanted to play at towards the end of the season, he, he could have, have, but it really made no sense for them to do that. Right. Why, you know, why risk it? Right. Agreed. Um, another really big thing that I, I don't know if everyone is paying attention to is the fact that Jimmy Graham is now a Packer and Jordy Nelson is not. And Jordy Nelson is not. So, so he is going to have a tight end that's reliable and that can catch and can block. And, and, and I read an article this week where Jimmy Graham is going as one of the most overdrafted tight ends because everybody assumes he's going to step in there and be like amazing. It's going to yeah, be what Bubba Frank's always supposed to You can't go by what he did in Seattle because Seattle's not the right place for no, him. No, Seattle's not the right place for him. Or any he, tight end, honestly. He needs a pocket passer. He needs a team that thinks pass first, and that is not Seattle. Or nor would not, not be uh, Carolina. Right. <laughs> so, okay, so Aaron Rodgers, our consensus number one. I like him. Don't forget that he was on pace for over 35 touchdowns last year before he got hurt. If he can stay healthy... I think Devontae Adams is going to benefit. Yeah, Jimmy Graham. I still don't know what to do with their backfield, so that's kind of like a mess. Um, But, you know, Aaron Rodgers, our consensus one. Now, our consensus consensus two was shocking to me. Really? Yes, because I did not have this person that high. Our number two is Carson Wentz from our consensus rankings, and that's because Cinch had him at number one. Really? Now, I got Cinch to do this on the fly, so I didn't really get feedback from him as to why Wentz was so high, but he's got Wentz as the number one overall quarterback, and you had him as number two. So why don't you tell us why you have him so high? Um, same, kind of the same idea as we had um, for Aaron Rodgers. I think he was on pace to have a really good year. Would they have won the Super Bowl with him? Good chance. Um, he doesn't, I, his knee is a concern. Uh, it was a big injury. Right. But his play style, he doesn't really, he runs, but it's he's not. He's a scrambler. He's not a running quarterback. Yeah, he's running like away from people usually. Right. Um, or if he sees a hole, like when he got hurt, like he'll run. But it's not like he's trying to be Michael Vick right. or Russell Wilson and, you know, rush for 120 yards. He's game. more of an Alex Smith type. He will be a pocket passer as long as he can. But if he's got to scramble and take off, he'll do it. Yeah. You know. Um, so his injury, as you know, like I said, is a concern, but I don't think it's. For his play style, I don't think it's as big a okay. concern. I had him personally at number five on my okay. list. Um, I think I think he's, again, and this is funny. The top two guys on our list are both coming back from significant injuries that ended their season. There's a lot of injuries in this quarterback list. There's a lot of injuries <laughs> in this quarterback list. If you're a guy who shies away completely from injuries. and Craig Don't and draft both, any of these people. <laughs> right. Craig and I are both very cautious with injuries. I mean, I made the argument that David Johnson now has an injury history and people screamed at me that it's just his freaking wrist. Get over it. You know, well, and, guess and, where people hit you when you have the ball. Yeah, they hit you in the hands. They hit you in the hands. <laughs> you know, you know that the, the, they know where they lower the helmet and they try to punch Into at the ball. Yeah, they're aiming where for the ball. Where your hands are. Yeah, where your hands are, where that wrist is. So, um, but I, I like Wentz this year. I just don't think he's number two worthy, but you guys do. And we'll find out as the season goes on. But he is definitely somebody to watch this year and someone to, to look highly at. Number three on our list is Craig's favorite all time player, Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> Cinch had him at two. I had him at two. Craig had him significantly lower. I had him at uh, six. Six. So I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll pontificate for Brady. It's, until he has a bad year, I can't downgrade him. I mean, the guy just gets older and older, and his stat line just stays consistent, consistent. He had a rough start. Uh, was it 2015, 2014? 
and then finish the season strong. Uh, he's he's just he's gonna get the job done. I, I mean, and the weapons are always there in New England. I think uh, Sony Michelle is there is in their backfield now. Do I have that right? Yes. Why am I drawing? I'm not good with rookies. I'm not good with rookies. Yeah. I think he's gonna add a dimension and give them some flexibility. They may not feature him very much, but I think, I think that he gives them flexibility. And Burkhead's still there, right? Burkhead yeah. is still there. Um, Gillespie, Gillespie is still there. Um, and they've already talked about Gillespie being a non-factor. So, you know, uh, he may not even make the squad in some reports I've heard, but I, I can't downgrade Tom Brady until I see Tom Brady struggle. Never forget, was yeah. I, I think it was 2013 or 2014. I don't remember which year off the top of my head. He didn't have a great start to the season. Right. And his stat line was pretty flat after week 10. They were still winning because they were the Patriots, but this stat line was pretty flat. I picked him up off of waivers in fantasy football and rode him, and then he got hot, and I rode him all the way to a championship. So, you know, it, it happens. Don't don't sleep on Brady. Don't sleep on Brady, particularly if a deep league, if you have a redraft league that has enough room for you to carry three or four quarterbacks, yeah. stash him. If, you, if, if somebody gets frustrated with him, drafts him high, and then releases him, stash him. It can't hurt. All right, number four, Cam Newton. We all have Cam Newton at number four. Wow. Every single one of us ranked him at exactly fourth. Is that right? Yeah. 15, I had 15, him at four. Yes. All four of us have him at number four. So uh, since is in agreement, uh, all three of us have it at number four. Um, since is in agreement on there, and just Newton, he has, he's, he's been up and yeah. down. But His biggest issue is um, interceptions because he, yes. he'll, he'll throw when he's scrambling and he'll try to force throws and yes. if there's throws that aren't exactly 100% perfect they're getting intercepted and he to me is the the first of the second tier those top three guys that we talked about fair I'm I'm won't question them but I would I would not go reaching for Russell Wilson and hopefully we'll have a little time to talk about that that tier there too I agree with you Newton could be boomer bust and yeah, he can uh, either pass for 80 yards or he'll pass for 380 yards right we have no idea and if he only passes for 80 yards, there's pretty good chance he's going to get a rushing touchdown in there somewhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, their offense is built for him. So number five on our list is a non-Craig favorite. And the person that Craig and I both had at number three, Russell Wilson. Cinch has Russell Wilson significantly lower. Okay. Significantly lower, which is why he slid down to number five in the consensus rankings. We've talked about Wilson. Craig hates Russell Wilson as a fantasy player. Sure, he's a lovely guy. But it just drives you Seahawks nuts. Seahawks in general. <laughs> watching watching the Seahawks offense is punishing, and so you know Wilson's gonna put Wilson puts up numbers every single year. That's what kills me. Yeah. You know, I'm go looking online to see what the um, clips are on his, him. Their big issue is their offensive line, which I think what happens is you know he'll people will break through the line, so they'll screw the play up, and he'll have to scramble and either rush or try to throw. Right. So that's where they're. That's their Achilles heel. Yeah, he was number one. He was number one in total scoring in 2017. Yeah. And he threw more touchdown passes than anybody else. That shocks the hell out of me. Yeah. That shocks the hell out of me. I, I when I read so that. I feel like they throw it to anyone. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. Like right. If you're slightly open, they're throwing it to you. Right. And when we get to the running backs, we'll talk about their, their running back in the backfield because there's, a, there's more guys there that are being really highly overdrafted. So Russell Wilson at five, Drew Brees at six. Last year during the podcast, this exact same podcast in 2017, I put out the stat that since his injury, Drew Brees had never finished outside the top five in fantasy points since coming to New Orleans. 
never, and he finished seventh or eighth last year. I forget off the top of my head which. <laughs> See what you did. So I jinxed him. So uh, Drew Brees at six overall. I have him a little lower than that, but Craig and Cinch both have him a little higher. Um, he, Brees is reliable. Yeah, he throws. I mean, he's getting older like Brady, but he he throws. And the a big lot. issue is the running game. The running game has gotten so strong with the out with the uh, addition of Kamara and Ingram not being the sole back. They 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 the part of the reason that his numbers were down last year were not because of a lack of offense. It was mainly because they were diversifying the offense and using yeah. all the weapons available. So that yeah. that's a huge. I mean, that's honestly, huge if he doesn't get hurt, Kamara and Ingram may have given him like an extra two seasons to play. Yes. Yes, he's another guy, much like Tom Brady, shows no signs of slowing down. So, number seven is a guy that a lot of people have high, and that's Deshaun Watson. Oh God, uh, I'm I've seen people say he's a top three, that he's nah. upper echelon. I don't. I have him in the mid range here. Um, this is the second knee injury he suffered. Okay, yeah, and it was his. This knee injury was in practice while he was walking on the field, and no one touched him. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that to consider, too. <laughs> it's like too. Vinny Testaverde in the parking lot. Right. Now, that being said, <laughs> if he is fully healthy, because he had a fantastic stretch last year he before he got He is a new version healthy. of Michael Vick. Yeah. If he can run. He, yeah, well, I mean, not only that, but think about all the weapons around him. People are talking about Lamar Miller's going to have a bounce back here. He doesn't have a great yeah. receiving core. <laughs> He's got DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. <laughs> I, they're probably just those two are probably together one of the top five one-two receivers combos in the league right now. Yeah. You know, he's got the weapons around him. I just, I don't, unless injury, like you said, injury and recovery from injury is the only thing that can slow him down. But people are overdrafting him so high. I've seen him go in the third round of mock drafts. The third round or third overall? Third round. Third round. I am not, and we're going to talk a little bit about this before we wrap up. I am not touching a quarterback in the third round this year at all i don't care no, if, if you don't get who you want like by the second round just forget it but, but i mean but i mean that's but it, when it comes to quarterback i'm not touching them that early there's too many other options and two there's so much depth here that i don't have to think about it so right. i'm not touching it so so we have him at seven he could yeah, be great he could be terrible our, um our, again our thing with injury is he broke his knee again that's his, different than david johnson's wrist his play style he depends on his knee mobility running so yes I need to see him play. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, kudos to all the owners that are going out on a limb and saying, I'm going to go big on Watson because you, you might be right. <laughs> but I don't care how big you're going on a quarterback. You cannot take a quarterback in the third round of a fantasy football redraft league. You cannot do it. No, you shouldn't. You can't. <laughs> you can't do it. It doesn't make a difference who it is. I don't care if it's football Jesus. You cannot draft <laughs> a quarterback in the third uh, round this year. It's football Jesus. Just can't. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, next on our list is Kirk Cousins, who Cinch has Kirk higher than Cousins. Us. Yes, I don't. I think Cousins is going to take a little while to settle in. Cinch has him relatively high. Mm-hmm. Cinch has him... Oh, i got to count now because I've got it set up for consensus. Uh, He's got him at number five. Okay. He's got him at number five. I don't think... I, I mean, the weaponry's there, but I think Cousins is going to settle in. I have him at nine. Yeah, I, I think that's more accurate. He's probably a top ten quarterback. Probably? Probably, but you know he's walking into a new, you know, new stadium, new team, new coaches, new plays. It's there's some settling there. So we'll we'll bet. So we'll look at the tape later. Cinch may be right about this one. Uh, that brings us to number nine, which is Matt Stafford. I have Stafford significantly lower than you guys do. 
I have him at like number 12 or 13. You guys both have him I in have the middle of the pack. I have him at eight. That's where Cinch has him as well. Um, I, it's, it's hard to argue. The guy throws for 4,000 yards every year, but I'm reading a lot of people who are down on him this year who don't think that the, you know, compared to the other quarterback talent out there, that's going to be a great year in Detroit. I don't know. So I'm playing it safe. He's probably a QB two for me. Um, but we've got him at the uh, nine spot. So what, why are you, why do you think Stafford's going to be a top um, 10 quarterback? You know, he's coming back. Well, again, he throws, he throws for a lot of yards, 4,000 um, yards last year, 4,200 to be exact. The problem is that he's on Detroit. <laughs> um, you know, they have a really good offensive line. They have your buddy Golden Tate. They have Marvin Jones Jr. Who's another guy who's being talked about like crazy Marvin Jones Jr. Is he? Oh yeah. Again, another guy I think is going way too high, but we'll get we'll worry about him when we get to wide receivers. Yeah. He's got weapons too. Okay, snap judgment. Okay, better one two Hopkins and Fuller or Tate and Jones. Whew. Snap judgment. Tate and Jones. Really, I'm gonna go Hopkins and Fuller. I think they're a better one two combo. I'm all, and I'm judging that by the quarterback. Yeah, because Matt Stafford isn't gonna run. Yeah, so you know, Sean Watson will run. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So. We'll see how that pans out there. And Eric Ebron is gone. So the targets, whatever few targets he dropped last year, sorry, dropped last year, are going to go to the other guys. So that'll right. be good. All right. So uh, I, I'll keep an eye on Stafford. I like Matt Stafford a lot. I just don't have him high this year because I'm reading a lot of stuff where people are questioning the Detroit Lion offense. Now, wait a minute. New coach. New coach. But it's, who's the coach out there? Is that Matt Nagy? Uh, what's his name from the Patriots? Guy with the beard. Oh, Third Bluto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the guy who looks like Bluto, but sounds like every guy I went to high school with before their voice changed. <laughs> Patricia. There you go. Matt Patricia. Okay. Well, defensive-minded coach. Who's actually a rocket scientist. Go figure. Is he really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Good for him. Smart dude. <laughs> uh, number 10 is another fave of mine and Craig's is Ben Roethlisberger. How do drama, you have... Drama, drama, drama. How do you have... The consensus number one wide receiver, and I'm not saying our consensus because we haven't done the wide receivers yet. Right. But everywhere I read, Antonio Brown is number one. Le'Veon Bell is not a consensus number one running back, but he is in the top five on every list I see. No worse than third or fourth or fifth. And in most lists, he's number one. Right. How do you have the best fantasy option at wide receiver and running back, a pass catching running back, and end up 10th on our list? Explain to me how we had to let this happen. Um, drama, and he doesn't. What's the last time he played sixteen games? I, I feel don't like know. he's been look hurt. It up. I mean, maybe he does, but I just feel like he's hurt a lot. And also, I feel like he's getting to the point where he doesn't care anymore. He has discussed retirement. So, and I've seen experts that yeah, have him outside trying, the top ten. And I'm just trying to stay away from Steelers this year. Yeah, I just think I, they're drama. Like the Patriots and the Steelers have almost the same level of drama going on, but the Steelers. They're a lot more open about it. <laughs> right. He played 15 games last year. All right. And I, without looking, don't know if that was, did they sit him in week 17? Probably. Because they'd already sealed up a spot. They might, I think they Probably. did. I, I'm, I'm going on I just feel like he always has some type of issue going on. <laughs> well, year before that, 2016, he played 14 games. In 2015, he played 12. Okay. Now, before that, he had two straight years of 16 games. Okay. So it comes and goes. It comes and goes. But I mean, the guy's... I'm looking at his numbers right now. He had 4,200 yards last year. He did. 28 touchdowns, 14 picks. Yep. Two to one ratio. I'll be a little scared there. I'm not. I'm not big on him either. Um, it just blows my mind that we can have 
a system where people where, where we have such consensus about the running back and the wide receiver being so skilled. And he had a breakout rookie last year with Juju Smith Schuster, and he's ranked all the way down here. I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, it brings us to 11, which is Jimmy Garoppolo. This is based solely on presumption in San Francisco. Yeah, I have know. no defense or argument for or against Jimmy Garoppolo. My only thing is, again, he's another guy who's going very, very high. I've seen him as high as the fifth round. Do not take Jimmy Garoppolo in the fifth round. <laughs> there is no reason to take Jimmy Garoppolo in the fifth take round. Take him in a middle pick as like a backup if you're interested. People <laughs> like, living in San Francisco don't take Jimmy Garoppolo in the fifth round. <laughs> Why should you? So, all right, let's uh, move on to number 12, which is Matt Ryan. Now, this is interesting. This is the first person on our list that did not appear. So all the first 11 all appeared on all three of our consensus lists. Okay. Matt Ryan does not appear on Craig's list, not the website, Craig <laughs> sitting across from me. His list does not appear on your list. Why no Matt Ryan? Um I mean he has hmm, I just feel like the Falcons are starting to, you know, lose their feathers. Possibly. Um Counter-argument would be new offensive coordinator last year, new one settled in now. Maybe. Couldn't they be more like the New Orleans offense? I feel like them losing the Super Bowl really affected him. Oh, it definitely did more than he wants to admit, yeah. I just don't think it's there anymore. And then, you know, who knows if Julio Jones is going to catch a ball or not. Right. I mean, who else is there Uh. to catch? We don't know. I haven't done wide receivers yet. I'm so, I got to be honest with you. I'm, I've been lazy, <laughs> and I honestly have not touched the wide receiver rankings yet. So, um, all right. So, where was I'll find out. But who? Where was he on your list? Where was he on my list? Hold on. I, I just in my effort to go look at the depth chart, I, I close for a second. Um, I had him at 14. I did not have him very high, but he's got big upside. He's another guy, much like Matt Stafford. He's a guy who, if I'm waiting on quarterback, he's one of the guys I'm going to snatch up. And when we talk about quarterback drafting strategy, I'll talk about that as well. I had him at 14. Cinch had him about mid-pack. I think he had him at 9 or 10. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, so, I, I think he could bounce back. He could. And so it's Julio Jones. Again, he may or may not catch He's going to catch balls. It just depends on which week. Right. Uh, there's Sanu. I thought he left. Uh, no, he's still no, there. No, he's still there. Okay. All right. So Sanu... He's consistent-ish. And I heard he's not a lock-in for the number two. They drafted somebody. They drafted Calvin Ridley from Florida. But again, rookie, don't really know how how he's going to do, but he was really good in college. Right. And then the rest, it's like uh, Justin Hardy, Russell Cage, Gage, Marvin Hall, and Reggie Davis. There's nobody else there. It's those three guys are, are bust. Right. And Austin Hooper, who I have zero confidence in. <laughs> I have, I have I have zero confidence in Austin Hooper. Do you know Matt Schwab is your backup quarterback? Matt Schwab is still in the league. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> good for him. Wow. Um, I think Ryan's going to bounce back this year. I think Sarkeesian has is going to have settled in with him a little bit. I think he's going to end up being a top ten quarterback, but I'm not willing to risk that. So that's why I have him at fourteen. The, there is just so much depth at quarterback this year. I, I can't say that enough. There is so much There's depth. There's a lot. There's so much depth. So we have him at 12 overall. I, I think he could be I think he could be top 10. He's another guy I'll sleep on. I'd rather grab two or three mid-level guys in rounds like five, seven, and nine. Yeah, and try to get the receivers or you want. Six, or six, seven, and nine, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, next one on our list is one I strongly disagree with, okay. uh, and that's Alex Smith. Alex Smith at 13. Um, I have him at, I have him at 14. I have him at 13 on my list as well. And Cinch has him at 14. So that's good enough to tie him for 13th. 
um, with a person behind him. So we'll talk about him in a second. But Alex Smith going to Washington. If Jamison Crowder decides to actually play football this year, um, Josh Doxson manages to catch a few balls. They could be good. Yeah, and he threw over 4,000 yards last year. I'm worried about the Darius Geis edition. Um, for everything I hear is Geis rubs people the wrong way. He walks in the room and he immediately assumes he's the best player in the place. That's what I hear from everybody. He's really? got an attitude. And and I've heard people say he's a little difficult to coach. I don't know. But if he fits in well, you know, it, it could be good. But I'm not, I'm Alex Smith. I actually would not draft Alex Smith. Well, I, wow, I'm looking at my own rankings and I'm doubting myself here. But there's names past him that I would actually look at first. So next one, the guy he's tied with is Philip Rivers. Everyone and their mother says that the Chargers offense is going to be amazing. Keenan Allen is going high. Not too high, Hunter but Henry, high. Hunter Henry Melvin is dead. Gordon. Hunter Henry's dead. He's dead? Oh, he's done for the year. Is he? Yes. Oh, did something bad to his knee in minicamp, I think. Oh, boy. Yeah, Hunter Henry's done for the year. But yes, Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon. Gordon can catch the ball. Gordon actually finally had a healthy season last year. Thank you. It took you long enough. <laughs> I was tired of hearing about how good Melvin Gordon was going to be. Also had uh, 4,500 yards passing. Yes. Now, they were very cold early. They were cold early. I don't have their win-loss in front of us, but they, they came yeah. on late. I got to hope that that's something that just continues into next year, and that's just the familiarity of the offense kind of thing. So, Phillip Rivers at 14, but it could be much higher. He's another guy I would take a risk on. A guy I would not take a risk on and did not appear on Cinch's list, but is next on our list at 15 is Andrew Luck. <laughs> he um, was last on my list. He was last on Craig's list. I would He's probably, a, you know what, and reconsidering i'd probably put ryan there and just take a look out of my list yeah i mean that's probably what i should do <laughs> no too. one's seen andrew luck throw a ball in two and a half years yeah, yeah my list is based off of a lot of what i read from other experts it but yes Colts. i'm i'm probably going to shift this a little bit i don't think andrew luck is really all that good um i wouldn't take the next name on the list we have it 16 we have pat uh pat mahomes um because i have so you being a fan you wouldn't take uh mr mahomes uh, over luck i probably would but I it wouldn't mean, be my starter. Got, um, Hill, Watkins, Travis, right? Hunt. You don't think any of that mm. helps? I just don't know what to expect out of Mahomes. I just don't know what to expect. Fair. That's I don't fair. know what to expect. I hope for the best, but I'm 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 bracing myself for a six and ten Chief campaign. All right. I'll say this right now. I'm bracing myself for a six and ten Chief campaign, and I only thing they need to do is beat the Steelers this year, because I'm still sore after the way the Steelers, the Steelers paraded around our field last year. What's that? Are they playing the Steelers this in year? Pittsburgh? Oh dear. In Pittsburgh, and I, I, we need to go to Pittsburgh. We need to win that game. <laughs> we, after all the crap they pulled, I mean, they had, they were joking around. They ran all over us. Don't, don't get me wrong. They outplayed us last year, but they were so cocky and they were such jerks on our field. I really just want to march in there, drop thirty-five points in a shutout on them, and walk off with handshakes and just show them what a classy team looks like. Do you know who else the Chiefs are playing this year? Who's that? The Bengals. Yep. When and where? Uh, 21st of October. It's like week eight ish. Yeah. Week seven, 21st of October. Why is that burning in my head? I don't know. Is that the week I'm away? No, Probably. I'm away the week before that. <laughs> don't get me distracted. We can talk about the Chiefs and we'll, we'll, we'll bet something on that game. Probably do a whole episode on that game. So, uh, all right. So that the Pat Mahomes at 16. Then the last two, we had Mar- Mariota, who I had at 15 on my list. And he since not had, on my list. Nope. Neither of these guys appear on your list. Mariota and Eli Manning, Cinch had him at 15, Manning at 15, I had Mariota at 15. So um, if you're looking this far down for a starter, you did something terribly, terribly wrong. So uh, honorable mention, I'm just going to read off some names that did not make our list at all. Okay. Jared Goff. Yeah, I'm surprised about that. 
A lot of weapons in L.A. What are they going to do with them? That's the question. Yeah, I mean, the Rams look really good on paper. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Another guy I would stash and pray. There's somebody that would take over Andrew Luck and Pat Mahomes. Fair. Right there. I Fair would absolutely stash. Yeah, if he's my second or third quarterback, I would absolutely stash him. Dak Prescott? Not going to nah, talk about Dak Prescott. Nah. Just not. Nah. There's only The only player you need to talk about on the Cowboys is Ezekiel Elliott. That's it. That's it. And Jerry Jones. And Jerry Jones. Because Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones would tell you that Dak Prescott was a great pick by Jerry Jones when Jerry Jones picked Dak Prescott yep. for Jerry Jones' Cowboys. Hashtag Jerry Jones. <laughs> um, Blake Bortles. I know. Oh, Blake. Sean's really upset right now. <laughs> um, he doesn't even listen to our podcast. I keep screaming. I'm like, dude, I'll show you how to download to your phone. I mean, you've got downtime. Ooh. Okay. Um, Derek Carr was a top 10 last year. Not in anybody's yeah. top 10 this year. We'll Jameis Winston plunged through the floor <laughs> with his suspension. Uh, it was three games, right? Three games. There's something that just does not smell right about this. The agreement that he would not contest it as long as the NFL revealed no details of the investigation. I think he was really drunk and he doesn't remember. <laughs> well, not only does he not remember, the guy who originally stood up for him as a witness was so drunk that he forgot that he wasn't in the car. He had to amend his statement. When this whole thing came out, yeah. one of his teammates said, I was in the car. This never happened. He did a whole thing on Twitter. And then when he sat in front of the NFL, he was like, you know what? You're right. I wasn't there. I was somewhere else. No, he was still <laughs> at the club. The club, they went to the club together, and that's the car ride he remembers. Okay. Then they got horribly, terribly drunk, and Winston left without him. So in his mind, he was like, no, I was in the car with Jameis. He was. Before they were <laughs> drunk. But he did not ride back with him to wherever they went after that. You know, and the other guy in the car, I don't even remember the name of the guy, is in jail for rape. So wow. he's not a reliable witness right now. So Did they even say what happened? No, that's part of the deal. The deal is that the NFL, he would accept a three-game suspension with no appeal okay. if the NFL kept everything they found out under wraps from the media. That mm. was the deal that they struck. So what could possibly be so terrible? Know. Was the Uber driver a guy or a girl? It was a female. Mm. It was a female. So that says to me, first off, that says to me, A, you did it. Whatever they're accusing you of, you did. Because he does or doesn't remember. <laughs> and he does or doesn't remember. And B, it is so harmful to your reputation that you are willing to do anything to keep it under wraps. And that makes me makes him a tremendous risk for me from a... Um, yeah, because now you don't know if something's going to come out later in the year from the Uber driver. Well, that, I think that's the other thing, too. I believe she is suing him. And that's part of why he doesn't want stuff coming out from the NFL investigation. He thinks it could help hurt his hurt his civil case again w that he's defending. That's part of that too. Wow. You know, I, he's, I uh, yeah, he's I too busy eating wings with his fingers in the huddle. I don't know. You know, you know how Uber sends a sticker or a little sign you can put in your car to show people that you're an Uber driver, so that's easier to recognize your car. I think they should send a small can of mace with those things as well, <laughs> because it's it's dangerous. To, honestly, it's dangerous to be an Uber driver. You hear about this more and more, and you know those folks are just trying to make a living. So, um, all right, so honorable mention, I guess, for Jameis Winston. I won't be drafting him this year. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky was the last name on my list, and I mean, we're down to number 24 at this point. Would you draft any rookie quarterbacks? No. I might pick one up off of waivers as the season went on. If I was in best ball and I'm stashing three or four, maybe the third one would be. All right. Maybe. All right. But you'll notice there's none of them on this list. No, there isn't. There's none of them on this list because I don't know who's going to start. I don't know who's going to do what. Yeah. So, all right. So let's talk a little bit about the strategy here. Okay. So we're going into the draft. Yep. The top, let's just say the top three quarterbacks on our consensus are Rodgers, Wentz, and Brady. 
How soon do you start looking? Presuming all three are available, when do you start looking for quarterback in your redraft? Uh, hmm. See, our league's a little weird because we keep one player. Right. So that really affects redraft people. Okay, presume there's no keepers. Presume that's round one. Your keeper is round one, just just for the sake of argument. All right. In our league. Okay. When are you looking? (sighs) Probably round four. Wrong. Wrong. Maybe five. Five. Five earliest. You are not. Okay. You have a clean slate. You need two running backs, two wide receivers, and a flex. Yeah. ADP right now, seven of the top ten picks are, are running backs. If and ten of the first ten picks are receivers, receiver and running back are those positions. So you're definitely taking one first round. Yeah. Whatever you don't take first round, you're taking second round, or you're doubling up. Right. Depending on how your draft flow goes. So you're going to tell me in round three, you've got one running back and one wide receiver, or God forbid, you have two wideouts and no running backs. Oh, then you definitely need a running back. Right. So you you're need going two at that point. So you're probably going with the skill position again in three. So yep. your first three rounds are going to be some combination of running back and wide receiver. Yep. You reach round four. Round four comes, and again, everyone's had the same sort of point of view. You still need a starter at either running back or wide out. Yep. And now is where you start to look. The ADP starts to sneak up on Rob Gronkowski and Travis Kelsey. Are you really going to draft one of those quarterbacks before you take one of the top two tight ends? I would. You would. You would take Rodgers over Gronk or Kelsey? I would take Rodgers over two of them. Because is Gronk going to play the whole season? But value-wise. He sneeze and break his elbow. <laughs> value-wise. So what would you rather have? Okay, it's the All fourth right. round. You can take Gronk or Rodgers. I would take Rodgers. Okay, you take Rodgers. Yep. When you come back around in round five, your best tight end option is now Jack Doyle. And you know who's still on the board for the, 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 the quarterbacks? Guys like Matt Stafford. Guys like Matt Ryan. My computer just locked up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who else is on the board. Um, okay, Guys no, like Cam Newton and Russell Wilson, guys like Drew Brees and Deshaun Watson. Are you willing to say I need Rodgers more than Gronk yes. in order to say I can live with Jack Doyle? Yes. No. There's no way. There's, there's too, too big much, of a drop off. Because in my view, there's too much. Once you get past those two, there's a giant drop off in tight end. Right. It doesn't but, matter who you draft at that point. But there's no drop off <laughs> at quarterback like that outside nah. like the top two or three. So you're telling me you so, would rather okay, so have... So either, I either draft a tight end that may or may not play eight games. Well, then take Kelsey if you don't want Gronk. And then I take Gronk. Kelsey, who you're not sure of because you're a Chiefs fan. Well, you're not sure of because question he's, marks about it. Because he has a new quarterback. Yeah. So... He's still number two on my list. Ah, he's still number... Nah, so you're with, telling me you I would go with the consistency of a quarterback. You are more comfortable with the Rodgers-Jack Doyle combo than you would be with Gronk or Kelsey... And Drew Brees. You're more comfortable with having the difference between Rodgers and Brees is worth it to you that you're willing to jump off the cliff and hope Jack Doyle catches you on the way down. Yeah, because I'm not. I don't know. I don't No way. I don't think tight ends are going to draft that high. We're already in the fourth round. Right. We're in the fourth round. A lot of the guys are gone. A lot of the guys are gone. Okay, so by the fourth round, let's presume. I'd rather draft Jimmy Graham before those two. No way. We don't know what Jimmy Graham's going to do. You don't know what either of those two are going to do. But Jimmy Graham's going to be gone by the time you come back around. You take Rodgers in the fourth round. He's going to be gone. Well, what happens is anytime, well, in our league, I guess it happens mostly. Once somebody drafts one position, the first person, like, so I draft a quarterback in round four. Right. I guarantee you at least four of the next picks are quarterbacks. Yes. But I'm okay with that. We are a 10-team league. 
If I am right now, based off of my own projections, the last person to take a quarterback, I'm looking at Ben Roethlisberger, Jimmy Garofalo, or Matt Ryan. And at that point, I'm already deeper at running back, wide receiver, and tight end than all the rest of you because I've taken an extra pick. Right. I After just, Okay, uh, so, so so let's play it this way. Look at it this way. And this is where my argument is coming from. Number 10 across the board, where is the biggest drop-off from number one? Number 10 on our consensus list is Roethlisberger. Okay. I haven't done running backs yet, but right now my number 10 running back is Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook or Ben Roethlisberger? Cook, right? I mean, right. that's a no-brainer. Right. Number 10 on my wideout list is Doug Baldwin. I know you hate Doug Baldwin. Let's just go to 11. <laughs> I No, we hate 11 too. It's Mike Evans. Number 12 is Adam Thielen. <laughs> okay. Adam Thielen or Ben Roethlisberger? I would take Thielen. I don't like Roethlisberger. Okay, now here's now here's where I, my points come again. All right. Tight end. The number 10 tight end on my, my list is Jordan Reed. Okay. Jordan Reed or Ben Roethlisberger? I have to pick one of those two? Yes. Well, I guess Roethlisberger. Right. There's my point. The tight end drops off such a steep cliff. You can't afford in that situation. So there's, I don't see any, any, I don't see any situation in which you're taking a quarterback around for. I don't see uh, it. But, nah, Unless because a quarterback is going to give me overall more points. But there's so much depth there. There is, but I don't know if Gronk is going to play four games. Then take Kelsey. Nah. Then take no. Ertz. Oh, mm. oh, so Craig is a there. Zach Ertz apologist. He's got his face <laughs> tattooed on his butt and everything. Yeah. What? You didn't know that? Zach Ertz has your face on his butt? I, I didn't know that. Okay, well, they, no, they, now you know. <laughs> Disclosure, we, we don't believe that actually is true. Okay, fourth round. Zach Ertz is sitting there, or Aaron Rodgers is sitting there. I would still take, just because of point, like overall points per week, a quarterback is going to get you more, so I would just go in that route. Why wouldn't you take Ertz and then try to grab Wentz in round five? Because Wentz will be gone by then. Okay. I know the weirdos we draft with. <laughs> well, Cinch has him at number one. See? Cinch has him at the best overall quarterback. I cannot see. I will I will disagree with the good gentleman from, from across from me. There is no situation in which I am taking quarterback before round five, and more than likely, I'm looking at round six or round seven. Round six? That's when eight. you draft a defense. Round six defense? What? <laughs> we still don't even have a starting lineup. I draft backup <laughs> running backs and wide receivers before I pick a defense or a kicker. Wait for the kicker defense extravaganza coming later this month, folks. <laughs> yep. I can tell you right now, we don't talk about download numbers here. Our least downloaded preseason <laughs> episode for last year was kickers and defense. <laughs> it was like people looked at it and said, oh, the QB guide. Oh, the running back kicker defense. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll check back with them next week. <laughs> it was it, it was hysterical when I looked at the numbers. I was like, wow. Um, I will disagree with you. I will not pass up on a top two or top three tight end for Aaron Rodgers because there is just so much depth. I mean, I agree there's so much depth, but points per week, like quarterback's always going to get more. But I'm I'm telling you right now, if you look at Rodgers and Jordan Reed's projected numbers and you total them together, it's going to be lower than Gronk or Kelsey's projected numbers and like Kirk Cousins. You're losing points that way because the tight end drop-off is that great. You're losing 30 points on the season on the quarterback by going from like a Rodgers to a Cousins, but you're losing almost 100 points in terms of drop-off when you go from a Gronk to a a Jordan Reed. Hmm, Interesting. And Jordan Reed's another one. Can't stay on the field. He's a guy I'm avoiding this year. I've got him at number 10 because if he stays healthy, he's going to be good. I have no, no faith that he's going to stay good. None. So I'm looking no earlier than fifth. Craig would be willing to consider a quarterback in the fourth. He's nuts. 
Um, but that's we knew that already. We're both nuts. So, all right. So that's our quarterback. I, I definitely wait on quarterback is my advice. I would rather in a 12 team league, wait till the sixth or seventh round when everybody's picking up their backup wide receiver. And I've already got my flex in place. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then I'm picking up a guy like Matt Ryan or a guy like Philip Rivers or even an Andrew Luck later if he's the second quarterback on my roster. I'd rather wait and grab one of those guys than spend early for Aaron Rodgers and pass up a really good wideout or running back that can help my team. I mean, I'm looking right now at my list. My number 20 wideout is Josh Gordon. I would probably take Josh Gordon over Aaron Rodgers. In the fourth round, because you need that depth at running back and wide receiver. And the depth at running back is not good, folks. (laughs) That's going to be next week. The next week we talk, next time we talk to you is going to be about that. But it drops off. I've got Dalvin Cook at 10. My number 20 is Alex Collins out of Baltimore. Wow. There's there's cliffs. There's cliffs. The steepest cliff this year and the one getting all the attention is the tight end. Alex Collins. Yeah, there's a lot of buzz about him. He's being overdrafted, too. He almost rushed for a thousand yards last year (laughs) and no one noticed. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of hit or miss guys in this this bottom tier at, at running back. But in quarterback, the bottom tier is not terrible. It's just not super reliable. We don't know what's going to come out of Alex Smith in a new city. We don't know if Phillip Rivers is going to be as good as he was last year. We don't know if Andrew Luck's ever going to play again. Nobody knows if Pat Mahomes is going to be what he, we think he's going to be. Right. You know, but there's more reliability at quarterback. So I am waiting on quarterback this year, folks. That is my advice to you. Wait on quarterback until at least round five and possibly consider even as late as round seven. So, all right. So Craig is crazy because he likes quarterbacks better than tight ends. Yes, they get more points. They also get hurt more a lot. Unless you're Gronk. Well, unless you're Gronk or Jordan Reed. We're We're talking about tight ends who get hurt all the time. There it is. Tight ends actually get hurt a lot. Yeah. But quarterbacks, you know what it is? It's that quarterbacks. Bengals. <laughs> yeah, quarterbacks tend to be season ending more often than I think tight ends. Tight ends, because of their body build and their role on the team, they tend to bulk up more. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, you have one injury on a quarterback, their season's over. So, all right, final thoughts. So, Craig, final thoughts on the quarterback preview for 2018. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like Britt mentioned, even though we disagree about where you should draft them, there is a lot of depth at tight end because. And not quarterback. Tight end, quarterback. There's uh, no depth at tight no end. There's no depth at tight That's end. The problem. None. Uh, yeah, so, you know, just look at who else is being drafted. Just pay attention to uh, pay attention to ADP. what's going around you. Yep. Uh, also want to say hi, Deb. Oh, yeah, we almost and, got hi, Deb. Uh, hi, Jeff. Jeff actually waved at me this time when he was in the store. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah. So Jeff's a good dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got to agree with that. Uh, the best and my final thought when it comes to QBs is we're, we're recording this in July. Some of you are drafting now. Some of you are drafting in August. And some of you crazy bastards out there like our league will be drafting the weekend of Labor Day. Um, and that's that. That's a long way to go. Pay attention to ADP. There are several sites that do it. Fantasy Pros has a fantastic one that's free to access. Uh, and it will tell you what it, it does a, a consensus ADP across all the mock draft sites. See where quarterbacks are going. See what quarterbacks are on the rise and what quarterbacks are dropping. A lot can change. Just don't rely on one piece of information. Go out there and do your due diligence. Look up the information and see what's trending to happen. So, all right, we will uh, be back next week. We're still working out the schedule, but we will definitely um, be releasing at least once a week uh, on Fridays. We're going to try and get a catch-up episode in next week, but we don't know how that'll look. So you may get a bonus episode this week. We don't know. We'll have to find out and see what the studio time is going to look like. But at the very least, you can uh, presume you're going to get episodes every Friday from now until at least probably Christmas. Except for the Friday, I'm in Montreal. Good luck with that, Craig. You're going to have to get cinched in here. Middle of uh, October. 
Uh, October is a rough month. I may not. I may only be here for two episodes in October. Nice. You might have to bring in the 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 B squad and <laughs> and record with a, a bunch of our friends. So <laughs> I bet you, I guarantee a half our league would do it. You know, Cinch is great at it, and yeah. I mean, we could get somebody else because we're going to be adding a third microphone eventually. So uh, anyway. Until then, we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes as crucial. If you have not left us a review on iTunes, we really would appreciate it. Also, reach out to us if you have draft questions or fantasy questions. Uh, you can email us uh, fignutsdfs at gmail.com, or you can always reach us on Twitter at fignutsdfs. Until next week, I am Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fignuts Podcast. Podcast. <laughs>